Welcome to this week's episode of London League Lunch Podcast. We got week one of the NALCS, NALCS, it's the LCS, no, I'll never... It's just the LCS. Just the LCS. No longer. The best part no is we dropped the... No longer nationalistic organization. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yes, the LCS. Let's not this into this. I didn't. I said we're no longer. I removed them. Okay. We are week one of the LCS here. LCS is a terrible name. It was a great... Great opening weekend. I felt really, really good to watch TL get their, oh, just get their booty beat. Hey, we'll get. To... Oh, hey, that was a revenge for you. That was the kind boy looking out for oh. you in particular. That felt good. I, that was a oof. Rush was like, you know what we need? Uh, we need to get Mizzy 2K11. We need to give him a win. Give it back to TL. That's kind boy. He's a kind boy. He was He's thinking a kind about boy. Me. You're right. He is a kind boy. Always thinking about me. Okay. So what you think? What you think? Good show. Um. <laughs> sorry, I just read. I just read one of the bullet points for the first time, but it made me laugh. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, uh, what did I think? Um. <laughs> what I think is, overall, it was. It was. Did you see me bolt? <laughs> yeah, I saw that for the first time, but I laughed. Um. So, what did I think overall? I thought the games were pretty decent. Um, I thought it was good that there were a few, like, high-quality matchups. There were some that were a little lackluster, but overall I wasn't, like, generally disappointed. Uh, I think last split we talked about the first day was kind of, like, a bummer, because it was just, like, it was just very clear-cut. It, in yeah, a way it was that, so one-sided last split. Yeah, in a way that this one wasn't. Uh, not just because of the upsets, but even going into it, I was a little more excited. Um, Obviously, there were some really big highlight games. Uh, the fact that, uh, well, the CLG, for, for me, the CLG win, even though it was 100 Thieves, shout out Yumi, shout out Biofrost, um, the Flyquat, the Flyquit, the Echo Fox win, the Flyquat, the Echo Fox win over TL, obviously. <laughs> no, 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 it's all you, man. Listen, uh, go fuck yourself. Um, watching TSM lose always a pleasure. Oh. Um, C9 going 2-0 and denying Anthony the uh, 10-place tie. Of course, a gift. But What about you? What did you think of match quality, production? Um, I thought production I, I, was a little, a little was, less. It was a little off, but I think that's because they changed the Kobe's equipment around. Kobe's was funny, though. Co yeah, the intro where they had Kobe outside playing with the... Predicting uh, the first... You're predicting who would be first. No, 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 no. Before that, like the very first intro to the show uh, was... Uh, God damn, Dash, calling Freak, and like, hey, you gonna you gonna be on time? And he's outside playing freaking cornhole with, I oh, think, I think, I was uh, talking Clutch. about the one where Kobe was going booth to booth, like, yes, I think yes, that was, and he's oh. just decked out in the gear. He's like, that was I think great. the clear front runner is, oh, I think it's the Golden Guardians 100 Thieves final. Very good. That was, that was funny. Uh, and I'm glad to see the stocks return. I think that that's very interesting. Uh, I think it's who, a good way it? to show the strengths of the team. Was it Crumbs who put 100% of his stuff in TSM? No, um, I think he split... He might have put 100% in TSM. Someone put everything in TSM. It might, yeah, it was probably Crumbs, because I don't think anyone else is on the desk today. But, um... Uh, no, Mark Z was there. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I mean, him and Mark Z were there. Mark's put uh, all of his stock in 100 things. Mm. <laughs> to be fair, I would have done the play. same thing. Because no, there's a, nowhere to go but up. There's a way to. There's a place to stay though. Maybe, 
But any win they get is going to be so much more valuable than any loss they get that even going one for one every time. they're going to get a win, dude. Shut up. <laughs> At this point, he has to stick with them. But I'm just waiting to see them get the 018 season. Huh? Week three, they can change them? Yes, week three. Before the start of week three, he gets the changes. So after week two, before week three. But yeah, so uh, did you did you want to bring up their new graphics that I absolutely hate? Uh, did you mean the new, like the champs like graphics and all that? Oh, other the stuff. champs like graphics. I don't. Yeah. Okay. To be to be clear, I don't hate the graphics. I just hate the champs like graphic. <laughs> the rest of it, I'm fine with, like for the most part. But just like champs select that, like it was perfect. It was perfect, and now you're touching it. it was perfect. So what did you think? Um. What did I think? I liked it aesthetically. Uh, I think it's very interesting not just to have the little uh, player portraits, but to have that player face cams be the big center stage. Um, I like the color. I like this. It looked really sleek by comparison. Uh, obviously, during the first game, it ran into a little technical difficulties right off the bat, but like whatever. It's Riot Games. We expect these it, things it, to happen. It, something was going to happen. Yeah, it's Riot. We expect this to happen. So, overall, I think it's pretty uh, pretty good. I like it. I mean, I don't have, like, a strong feeling about it, right? I think it's, like... I, I hate when I... I think it's a fine graphic. I hate when anyone tries to reinvent the wheel around Pikman. And they didn't try to do it too heavily, but I feel like... They I didn't reinvent like the wheel, was... they just, like, made it a little sleeker and made the faces I, I, bigger. I don't know. I think I would rather it if they put, like, the player portrait in the... Like, you know, they make it bigger whenever that person's picking. Mm-hmm. I, I wish they would put the player portrait there instead of the like pulsing team logo. Mm-hmm. And, st- and like I don't like the weird square center screen they have. It just feels awkward and really claustrophobic to me. But I mean, it's nitpicking a little bit. It, it's it's it's. A lot. It, <laughs> but like this is this is this is the thing that happened this week that I'm unhappy about with the production. Everything else is fine. It, it broke a couple of times, but that's I, that happens. It always happens. It's fine. <laughs> I thought the highlight of production. Was- double thing. So, um... After you get to introduce that one. So, uh, after Fox handily beat TL... Okay, handily's a lot. That's excessive. Uh, uh, lift's little ad he did for the ProView came on, and he's just like, yeah, the one where- it's perfect. This is exactly what I want. Now all the bad players can get exposed. And it was, oh god, somebody in that, in the control room just... That's they, Galaxy they, Brain they, they knew what they were doing. They're just like, Yo, boss, we need to go put this here right now. Why? Because it'll Galaxy. be amazing. And the Twitch chat Galaxy blows up. Brain Production is what that is. This is it, boys. We're living in the future. Okay, so. Shall we get to this week's match results? We've already How alluded about... to some of them. Do you want what? to do something else? What? No, I wasn't going to say Okay, no, no, okay, no, okay. So. You put them up on screen. Boom. There we go. So, I was rather surprised that Optic came out swinging. Well, we have a topic about this. We do. We do. Which so we we'll get to. to, but just as a precursor, it's Optic isn't just an easy week. <laughs> and spoiler, I think yes, but not like super easy. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Optic came out looking pretty good. Um, do you what do you have a theory as to why? Because I know I do, but I don't want to. 
Um, you can go first if you want, because it's your do you, channel. Do you, want, do you want to jump into this topic right now, or do you want to just wait? Yeah, fuck it, fuck it. We'll just, like, it makes sense to do the big match-based topics as we go through the matches. All right, yeah, so for OpTic, from what I saw, uh, it looked like Crown was basically hard-carrying them the whole time. Like, just, just to be real, it, 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 Crown was just trying super hard to not lose League of Legends. And I honestly really questioned the TF pick, but who, who I think, was it Heart of Thieves? Yeah, Heart of Thieves they were playing with the TF pick, and Heart of Thieves just didn't even pay attention. He was flanking with Twisted Fate. You can't flank with Twisted Fate. How do you flank with this champion? He's squishy. He has one stun, and there are five champions. How do you not just die? But he did it, and Heart of Thieves just let him do it. Oh, they let him, yeah, they really did. But that's a hundred thieves problem, right? Um, it, it, it is. That's I, why I said I think it's an easy week, not super easy. I think clutch is not as bad as they look right now, um, and so I think that that's a, a more impressive win, especially because last split those two teams were sort of competing in the same bracket, right? Like the same sort of like just under playoffs teams. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so to be able to beat them is more impressive to me than to beat the team that goes 0-2 uh, and the team that, like, low-key griefs. I mean, like, they actually... For clarity, it was he played uh, T Twisted Fate against Clutch. Clutch. Who had Lee Sin, by the way. Yeah, he was Vlad against... He was Vlad against uh, Akali. Yeah, and, and they had him split push. That, that's mm -hmm. another And <clears throat> that game was interesting to me because I actually kind of thought... 100 Thieves had a little bit of an edge when they duo, they snuck the Baron with uh, Bang and Amazing. Uh, I thought they might be able to use that, hold on to that, and get something out of it. That was it's meaningful. Of course, then there's that fight. Topside try. Uh, Dokla teleports in, gets on the AD carry. They generally push it out, and they have someone, I forget who, split, I think it was like Optic. It was Arrow, TP's bot lane gets the shove in and they win, but I thought um, it looked a little more even than I was expecting going into it. But uh, Crown, just like you're right, Crown just looked crazy. Meteos looked really good in the 100 Thieves game. Um, yeah, I thought yeah. Meteos looked pretty good. Everyone was kind of hyping up Doka a, a little bit this game, but I don't feel well, like... He played well. To, he played okay, what, like, but I feel like listen. he got a lot of soft kills, if you get what I'm saying. Like he, he Look, he's 4-4 four and four and Crown is 1-0, so with that score, it looks like Doko might have done more work, but in actuality, yeah. he he mostly played cleanup in team fights while Crown was split pushing. Yeah, uh, Medios played really well in the clutch gaming game too. That's when Juani was looking clean. Ended with a pretty solid score. I think Medios and Crown are trying to hard carry this team straight up, and then I agree. Arrow I mean, sometimes they ended... plays League of Legends. <laughs> I think that they ended what Medios ended four one eight four two six on Crown like. That's really good, right? Like, uh, this I, was it. Was it both at the least? No, no, no. Amazing. I'm just a twenty. Okay, I felt like a lot of games they were losing last split were games not, where not just Crown was looking bad, but when Medios was looking bad too. My hope is that the two of them worked on the synergy a little bit. Not that it was very bad last last split, but hopefully with those two people, Medios and Crown, acting as a sort of rock, that can translate to Dokla being a little bit better to the bot lane being a little bit better uh, and, and just sort of more stability. Cause I felt like optics problem last split was a, a lot of like variance. Like you would expect them to do well and they would tank and then 
in matches you thought they might tank, well, oh, well, all of a sudden we're we're doing really well, like we're trying, and then we're in the trash. No? So like if they can keep the consistency that they had this uh, week, I think they'll look pretty decent moving forward. But again, just the first. One. So. Uh, I I mean they they're playing they played against two of the lowest ranked teams we both had on our power rankings, but yeah, but they're also one of the lowest ranked teams we had on our power rankings. Yeah, they are, and I think that this is promising for them looking into to getting into playoffs. I don't know how far they this didn't really struggle against either team, which implies to me that they're at least a little bit better than who we think are, we were putting them in the same place. Yeah, yeah, but I I have questions about their bot lane because Arrow has looked really shaky. Dokla, everyone knows how much we don't like Dokla. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad about that though. I'm, he seems like a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, he's still a bad guy. I just wish he wasn't playing League of Legends. What? Um, Whoa, my lord. Uh, but I think they're still trying to figure out their support. And I'm not sure if Big is the answer or Gate is the answer. But Big hasn't done anything that what super if they got impressed me. traded Big for Smoothie? I have a lot of questions as to why TSM let go of Smoothie. Not gonna lie. Lots of questions. They don't answer them. Probably not gonna be a TSM fan much longer after this third stupid roster move. <laughs> you can't give up on the team. Uh, you can when they make you roster moves like they make. No, I mean, that's a fucking dumb roster move. I don't think they're gonna make the Smoothies. I think top three supports in the league right now easily. So, so yeah, I think this is definitely a positive look for Optic especially by comparison how they looked at the end of last split, and being able to handily, or I, I say handily, but at least like in a moderately convincing way to beat these bottom tier teams means that they should definitely be looking to get into playoffs this split. Yeah, I think My looking is forward, My, yeah, obviously. Looking forward to next week, uh, Optic plays Fly and Club, uh, Counter Logic. I expect I would, if I'm expecting them to win either, I'm expecting them to win Counter Logic. But I'm going to pay a lot of attention to how they play against FlyQuest, because even if they lose to Fly, you know, there are ways to lose that are competent. <laughs> there are ways to lose that are incompetent. Uh, and so I'm going to be looking at those games where I feel like, especially Fly, where I feel like up front they're just outmatched to see how they handle themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lo- looking forward. We're looking up at the top of the bra- of the uh, Yeah, so like once they're getting to what we what consider we our see. top four, that's when I'm really going to be focusing, or even a little bit down. Like when they play Fox, I think if they can be like Fox, that's going to be a good look for them because Fox, I think, are, are easily playoff contenders, especially after this week. I think next week they have CLG and FlyQuest. Yes. I already said that I was talking about both those matches. I'm sorry, I missed. I th- you said Echo Fox though. I, just now I said I go Fox, and before that I said they have CLG and Fly. I expect them to do like fine against CLG. I'm looking especially at Fly. Okay, I, I missed. I'm sorry. I missed. It's okay. I used Echo Fox as an example of a team who's on like the lower end, like not top three, top four potential, but like playoff potential. Oh no! They just they just beat DL. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so do you want to, want to talk about that now, actually? Sure. All right. For the big, most baffling player game of the week, we have Echo Fox upsetting Team Liquid to the Is surprise of effing everybody. It's Mr. 50, 50. No. It's Mr. 500 over here. I just... I, oof, I, I, hey, look, they go 9 and 9, they make playoffs. I'm just, that, I, I'm just saying. <laughs> 
I'm just saying, if they go 50%, they make playoffs. But, I don't know what happened with TL this game. I seriously don't. I don't know how you lose this game that hard, but I think they over-indexed into uh, QSSs on everybody. I, I think this is a point a lot of people have actually brought up, but did everybody... do a Skarner, though? Oh, yeah, it is into a Skarner, but they had four QSSs. One of them was on Rek'Sai, and the other was on Rakan. I think it's fair to have one on Rakan, though, because if he gets... He's their primary initiation, right? So if he gets caught like that, uh, or if he gets in trouble, being able to QSS a Skarner all and then use his ult is obviously like really good, or him dying getting caught is really, really bad for them. So I think that that's fine. But I feel like it, it, it pushed them back from a lot of item break points. Like That's not why I think they lost that game, though. I I mean, it's a lot of gold. What is that? That's 1,300 times 4, so that's 5,200 gold. It is 5,200 They invested 5,200 gold, which is 10% of their total gold at 50,000 right now. At the, at the, when they lost the that's game. It's like a fucking IE and a half. Like, that is a lot of gold they invested into countering one champion that they they basically flubbed into multiple times before they well, even had listen, their QSSs. They, there are other things to QSS, though. How how much? You got that in Galliotaunt. And I guess a stun from him, too. Just, just those. Oh, well. Uh, you have stolen Rakan ultimate. Because oh, they have fair. Silas. So... A little fair there, but I still don't think it's worth it buying on everyone. I think buying it on Akali and Siver or Siver, um, Zaya, Zaya, Akali and Zaya. That's definitely worth it. I think those are mandatory. Like Th those your are two mandatory. Need them. Like but Capital N need them. Rexai was getting ulted in the middle of his ult animation, and he and it turned off his ultimate multiple times. That happened twice in that game, and it, it's just like how do, you can't use that during that, so it doesn't matter. There's no, there was no advantage that he gained from buying that QSS. So, I just... Uh, look, and, you, I, and, you know, the one person Rush ults in the fight at the end is the Vlad, though. Hey, so, like, you still don't have one! That's a bad time! Who, and then I think that's why it makes sense, right? Because, like, I really don't think they want the six-kill Rek'Sai uh, without one, because Rek'Sai was a lot of their... should have been a lot of their damage. I don't think they want their primary initiation without one. Um, so I, I think it's just an unfortunate well, scenario. Mean, there's reasons why everyone should have one. Like, I'm not saying there isn't. Scarlet's ultimate is a game-changing ultimate, and if you grab somebody, they can just run back and kill them. But, no, I know, but what I'm just saying is, is I think that those two other champions needed them. Yeah, yes. Um, on on for me, what... I mean, why? I mean, I so before this, I went through the game again, and what for me, what really threw it is like you pointed this out to me earlier is that they were basically like even or like a little bit ahead before the fight. Yeah, before uh, the last fight. I'm talking now to qualify the fight, sort of in between Raptor Pit and Red Buff, that little on area. blue side, yeah. On blue side, yeah. Um, for me, what happened in this fight? is what looks like, I mean, this is the fight that lost in the game, right? Like, that's very obviously true. Mm -hmm. But this team fight was f fucking horrible. Like, it was so bad. So I went through it. I, I, we bought ProView. We're going to not talk about whether we like it or not until next week. Give it some time is what we decided. But 
I went back and I, I used ProView and I looked at like literally everybody's view on each team. And what it looked like it happened was just a completely split fight from Team Liquid without any ability to like maintain a focus. Right? Like Impact gets killed immediately, whatever, so does Hakuho, right? Like kind of a trade. I'd say it's honestly kind of even because like Galio's taunt's huge. It's a huge Because Galio taunt's huge, right? And that's the thing, like he actually Galio only knocks up one person and Galio taunt only taunts two people. Then he dies. Impact dies, he gets his ult off, he does a little bit of damage, he does what he needs to do. Um, but then what what happens, right? We have Jensen teleporting to a ward in the bush behind Red Buff. He dives the backline, dives on the lost or solo, uh, doesn't get anything, shrouds, fights, goes back over Raptor Wall uh, in between that and the bush, uh, mid river, dies. What's happening other time at other time during that fight? Xmithy dies, also full health Skarner, or a nearly full health Skarner just to get a little bit of damage in. I think that was for so distance. No, because he ulted when he was at, like, literally 40 HP. No, no, um, no. I think he was trying to, to uh, get away from the fight and dodge out. The, but the, that's what I'm saying, is there are two fights happening, basically. Yeah. It's the bot lane fighting closer to river, the two bot lanes fighting closer to river, and everyone else fighting by the raptor pit. So if Rek'Sai is ulting to rush, rush is by the raptor pit. That's where there are three people instead of what's now one with Lost. Because Hakuo is dead at that point. Um, so he ults a full health rush. What I assume is just for damage or just a little bit of whatever, like a last ditch effort. And then what happens? He dies. Hakuo, yes, he dies. But Korn JJ and Doublelift are forced out of the fight and aren't able to attack solo to attack... Is it Yasu Yasui? Who? Yasui. Yes, Yasui. Yasui. Not able to attack Yasui. Not able to attack Rush. They blow all of their own cooldowns at either the beginning of the fight or against the Kai'Sa. And the Kai'Sa just has too much damage. Uh, I mean, Core JJ spends a huge part of that fight. He whiffs his ult, I believe, at the beginning. And then he backs the hell up to Dot Bush to try to keep Double Lift alive with shields and heals because the Solo's Gangplank ultimate was impeccably placed. And it did an insane amount of damage to the backline of Team Liquid. So by splitting focus, standing in the Gangplank ult is double lift without any lifesteal. He has no lifesteal items. He gets destroyed. They, they just don't do anything. There's no focus. Whereas Fox was able to go kill Vlad, done. Kill Rek'Sai, done. Kill Akali, done. Kill the, kill the bot lane. And that's what they did. And it worked so, so well. It, they were much more focused in that fight uh, on a whole. I, in, I, in my view. I think so, Solo on Gangplank was really good this game. I think it he had a, great. a lot of damage. I think it basically won them that last team fight. I think it, he won another fight somewhere else in the game, if I remember correctly. I think the Gangplank oh, was a big reason, but I think a lot of it was what looked to be like genuine miscommunication or inability to get into the fight from Liquid. I think the other thing is, is they didn't think they were going to lose if they lost that fight. I think they took that, that fight I, because they totally thought, okay, we lose the fight, maybe we lose an inhead, maybe we lose Baron. But instead, they just bum-marched their Nexus. Yeah, I mean, it started just as a Solo was clearing a, a ward in Botside Riverbush mid, and Vlad walked up, and then Akali teleports uh, right after the uh, Hakuho Galio ultimate, and both teams just collapsed. And it looked... Like, it started out of the blue. Neither team was even all that close to each other at the beginning, and then everybody was on top of each other. And it just looks like, 
uh, Solo and Yasui and Rush had a little bit better placement and they were sort of standing farther back. Solo flashed out at the very beginning, um, farther behind his, his front line in a, in a very intelligent move and Lost uh, and Hakuo were coming into it from the top. It was just such, it was actually like, it was super good positioning. Like I would actually encourage you too, Anthony, to like go back and look at this. Like the, the positioning on this fight was like really fucking solid from Echo Fox. I mean, it, I, I've seen this happen to a lot of teams where they'll just take one fight that turns out really bad, and then the other oh, team yeah, gets ballsy enough to just bomb rush their nexus sometimes. The and it's just like I don't, I don't really know if they earned that. It, happened, it, it just happened to be in two seconds. Yeah, 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 yeah. That I'm pretty. It's just like it's one fight, and then it's like, oh wait a minute, like we but have a. Wasn't that game like forty minutes like, though? Yeah, which is different, but like. And they, they were, like, sieging inhib turrets, too. This wasn't a yeah, fight fair. in mid yeah, this in the was middle surprising. to try this, to get there. They went through inhib tower. They pushed mid from, like, an even point in the center. Uh, up, up. Through inhib tower, inhib two nexus towers. And yeah, nexus. They, they took out three turrets in the inhib, right? Yep, two turrets in the inhib and the nexus. So, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty hard push. And to, to do that at, at like, 28 minutes... Yeah, yeah, they do have a lot of damage, especially like, with Like, look gang at the people who survived. And... It's Gangplank, Kai'Sa... Uh, Silas, like well, all, all of their DPS survived. Like, all, like they they yeah, had a lot of damage. Literally, the only one who died on Fox was Hakuho. Like, even Scarner does really good damage. Mind the towers, you, yeah. Mind you, I don't think he has like any damage items at all. I think he has raw. No, tank. he's got Knight's Vow, Zeke's Herald, and uh, Merc Treads with Predator and yeah. Blue Smite Cinder Hulk. So that's basically zero damage, but uh. It's second support, right? It's it's the classic LCS tank jungle second support. What I wish I could do in solo queue, but no one's good enough. I don't think he even took... Yeah, I don't think he took Demolish either. Uh, I don't believe so. Either way, really uncharacteristic loss from TL. They had a really bad team fight, and they kept the game even up until 30, like 25 minutes-ish, a little past that. And that just doesn't... You can't do that if you just went to second place in MSI. You, you can't you, you can't do that in sixth place. Like, how, how does this happen? How, how do you stay even with these teams? Like, people were kind of going out to TSM for picking scaling into uh, uh, TL last uh, on Saturday. But how do you not create more pressure and pull off your comp properly when you have Rek'Sai, who's just going off like crazy. How do you not keep controlling the map and then Rek'Sai just can't can't do anything? Rek'Sai had six kills and they meant nothing for the for the back half of that yeah. game. Okay. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Is that uh, thing that's good for that? I do. I think it was just, it was like you said, it was super uncharacteristic and it wasn't even like I had a huge amount of confidence in Echo Fox through the beginning of the game. I was like, this is an even game, which is surprising, given that it's Team Liquid and Echo Fox, two teams that I don't really put on the same tier. I think they're both obviously playoff contenders. I don't think they're playoff contenders in the same way, right? Like, there's the playoff contender you expect to get to round one, fall out. Then there's the people you expect to see in the finals or the, the, the Yeah, TL's like favorites to go to Worlds at the moment. Like, like. Yeah, I think that's completely <laughs> justified, and I don't think this should change that. Um, I think, if anything, this should be like a, you know, take every game super seriously. Like, look at how you won your games and don't get sloppy, right? Like, I know it's Echo Fox, but, like, don't pick... Like, 
weird fights. We get the IG series. The way that they beat IG was by beating the crap out of them. Not by taking super stupid fights. Yeah, not by staying even until 25 minutes. They beat the crap out of them, and they tried to win the game. They didn't try to be slow and be tactical and try to fight them out, grab Baron, siege turrets, and take those. No, no, no. That's Korean style. Korean style is dead. No more Korean style. We're playing Chinese League of Legends here, where we just keep bum-rushing each other until the Nexus dies. Fight, 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 fight. Like, it's 24-7 combats. and They even have Rakan, who's really good at that, and Rek'Sai, who's really good at that. Like They had incredible initiation. They had incredible... In their team fight was crazy. You stack Rakan with the Grexai knockup, you get the crazy Vladult popping, you get the uh, Zaya feathers all over, this, all over the place. The team fight... Both teams had really great team fight comps. It was just the execution of the pivotal team fight, which I don't think either team even expected to be the pivotal team fight uh, was just way better on one side. And I think that, that should just be a reminder to a lot of teams that even these teams like Echo Fox, obviously you have to take them seriously. But, um, I mean, TL's not unkillable. They clearly make some pretty big mistakes. I mean, Jensen literally did nothing that team fight. He didn't even chunk someone to half. He used his ultimate to try to escape, right? Like, he did nothing. It was crazy. Was it that game? Akali? Yeah, Jensen's Akali always leaves me desiring. Okay. Leaves things to be desired? Yeah, yeah. Same thing. <laughs> Alright, no. uh, on to okay. our ne next topic. No, Paxa. we need to do the rest of the match results. Do you want to go through all those one by one? No, but I think that there are some other ones I want to talk about. Like, talk about? The fact that... Uh, listen, I think this would be a good time to talk about both C9 and Golden Guardians. The preview? Or do you want to talk no, about but them specifically? Or do you want Just, to... if we're... We should have worked this out beforehand. Let's go to the next topic. Okay. Let me hang on. Let me take off the... Uh, okay. So. Oh, obviously we were both wrong. We both picked TL over Echo Fox, by the way. We were of both... course. Of we were course. both super wrong. But I think, like, everybody in the world was, like... Pretty sure, like, yeah. I, if you're not Rick Fox, I don't think you're betting on Echo Fox. There. So. Uh... I am done with 100 Thieves, and I don't want to talk about 100 Thieves ever This is again. what made me laugh at the top of the show. <laughs> I opened the doc that has our talking points, and I'm like, okay, I remember most, I remember these, oh, what's this? This looks like a new one. 100 Thieves. We're not talking about 100 Thieves this split, and I want, I, that's very funny. I, I just, I just immediately, one weekend, one, two games, Two games, but and you're done. It's not like I wasn't done before, and I'm like, all right, I'll give them a shot, and they walk out and play like garbage like I thought they might, and I'm like, all right, I'm still done. No, that's fair. I'm pretty sure you gave up on them in the end of last. I did, I did. I I finally fully understand how Mark Z felt when GGS were stuck in 10th place for two splits. Bad. Oh, God, does it feel bad to watch a hundred of these play League of Legends. Oh, man, does it feel bad to watch Sunday and they... Fang get down there in the muck of the of 10th place. Honestly, oh. like, Amazing looked fine. He got the double, he dueled the Baron, but, like, it was, like, what it looked like consistently with 100 Thieves losses is, like, a complete lack of macro gameplay. Like, you get the Baron, and then what do you do? Do you recall and try to Siege? No, you fight top lane, and you fucking all get aced. Like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? There's no plan. It's like they, they're literally just... They're making it up. They're just like, well, I don't know what to do. We'll just fight, try this. It's like a solo queue game. So they're gaming it's at... Buck wild. They're gaming at CLG. They're playing Rumble, 
J4, uh, Azir, and then Zyra Khan. What's that cop? Is you, are you just trying to team fight? Is that what your freaking cop is? Like what? It sounds like a good team fight cop. It's to not be a honest, bad team like, fight cop, but at the same they time, didn't even do much the other team, team has Kennen, Oriana, Sejuani, and Shiver. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna team fight comp you against the team fight comp, you just have to win, and they just never did. They never really did anything. <laughs> I just, I, I don't think Azir is strong enough to like be picking into no. anything that's not a hyper good matchup for him. Like Oriana is not a good matchup. Good, for I'm not anyone. a mid laner. What are his good matchups? I don't know. I mean, I guess anything super passive. Even Oriana, like good Oriana's punished the hell out of you for everything. And apparently, Power of Evil's really good at Oriana. Did you know that? Because I didn't. I didn't know that. Did you know that? Did you know you got a pentakill on Runeglaive Oriana back when that was a thing? I did. Oh man. I According to the internet, the worst picks against Azir are Kale with a thirty-three percent win rate. What? Heimer forty-three point seven five. Uh, uh, Lissandra forty-three point eight eight. Rumble and Ezreal. <laughs> So, it looks like a lot of his bad match or her the matchups she's good, really good win rate against, pretty good against Akali, 50-50 basically against Diana. So it looks like assassins and like champions with legitimately no early game, are what is your wins. And then the, and they pick it with Oriana and it's just like bad call. What, 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 what are you gonna do? Oriana's gonna farm the hell out of the lane and harass you while doing it, and you're freaking Azir. You don't have anything. What do you got? You got nothing. You got a dick haul. That said, Stixay did really good, and apparently Yumi's pretty good. Only game she was played, by the way. I'm pretty sure. 100% pick ban, though. 100% pick ban. God damn. I think Aatrox was the same. Aatrox was also. I think Aatrox, Rise, Aurelia. No, Aatrox was not. Not? Yes, it was. Sorry. Hold on, right. let me go through the games. Okay, Aatrox and Yumi banned that one. Yumi and Aatrox banned in that one. The Games of Legends update? Aatrox banned in that one. Yumi banned, Aatrox picked. They have not updated Games of Legend. Uh, Aatrox banned. There was one game where, oh no, Yumi also banned. Aatrox. I think there's like five 100% presence champions right now. Well, it is the first day, so yeah. I mean, I think Yumi is a character we can talk about more later. I, w I want to see her more, because just banning her out doesn't seem to give me any information at all. Well, it gives you the information that she's banned worthy. I chose Rise. <laughs> yeah, but not every new champion is banned worthy. Not every support is banned worthy. In recent memory, they have been. <laughs> what? In recent memory, they've really been on the ban table once they hit LCS. Like almost I think that's fair. I mean, I just... Yeah, I mean, we can talk about this later. I just think shit, that she's pretty good. I'm I mean, back to the why we don't want to watch a Heart of Thieves play League of Legends anymore. Oh, yeah. How did we even get here? I just... Uh, I, th it looks like they have no idea what they're doing in draft. It looks like they have no idea what they're doing in game. And it looks like they have no idea what they're doing with this roster. Because for some reason, they have Saligo. And... Yeah, I don't get that. I don't know who this man is, but uh, he's not a very good mid laner. Congratulations, you got amazing, but I don't know if he's gonna change this team. It's a it's but a side grade. Amazing has never even peaked me as like a carry jungler. Is someone who's gonna change it and like shake it up? Amazing is like a solid 
fundamental jungler. I usually picture him on like tanky tanks or bruisers. Um, I usually picture him not necessarily being the head carry, but facilitating something uh, in a much more meaningful way. Where it's like Dardock, I expect to see on like the Leaf Sins, the Kindreds, losing his fucking mind, like Thresh, <clears throat> things like that. For me, it, he's more of like a. It's more of like a Medios. Like when I think Medios, I still think like Zach, right? Yeah, like, yeah very controlled, macro focused. Well, I say I, macro, yeah. but like. Uh, a map control focused jungler yeah. not necessarily and, macro game but like the way he yeah. controls the camps controls the other jungler's presence and, and kind he's of insane at that. It for them. yeah he's really you know, he's insane that. that i don't think amazing is quite at that level but i think that's the sort of play i imagine amazing playing or really i imagine amazing a little more malleable doing whatever he need he, he is needed to do uh but i don't know like he's good but hopefully he can help them turn it around but I just, as of right now it's like I had a hundred these ten because I had no faith in their system and in their staff and in their players to be able to put this puzzle together and actually show up on stage and do something. And, and they just yeah, keep Nate Shot me doesn't that. seem like he's like building the same role that Rick Fox was for Echo Fox. Like Rick Fox was like a rock that helped them stabilize. Uh, obviously, Rick Fox' career and professional. I don't think, yeah, I don't think Nate Shot exactly has a lot of. Uh, storied experience no, in no, I'm team like, I building don't, and, wrong, and uh, but like, expression. He's, I don't know. Like, I don't understand like what's going on in the org that like, I, this is still happening. Everyone will tout how good Prawley is. Like, oh, he made a world semis. I'm like, he made world semis by be beating A and X. Are you kidding me? Are you freaking kidding me? Don't tell me Annex deserved to freaking be there. They they beat Rock's tire, Tigers who got cocky and lost out for it. Yeah. But, <laughs> I don't think probably is as good as everyone says he is. I think he has no idea what to do with these players, and I just feel like their their entire system is garbage and it needs to be have an entire rewrite. Yeah, it's usually a lot easier to teach, to coach great teams. If a team's already really good, it's not that hard to coach them, and I think we see that in basically every professional sport. Like, if you have a great team and you get a new coach, they're still probably gonna be great. But if you have a struggling team, not just any old coach can fix it, right? Like, I'm not saying Prowley's bad. I think he's probably fine. But Prowley doesn't seem to me to be, like, this top-tier, insane, like, galaxy brain coach like Parth was, like other coaches have been. Um, and so I don't know. I'm just not sure what they need. But I don't know how many, like, storied coaches there even are in League of Legends at this point. There's a, there's a few at the moment, and we know most of them in NA because they kind of like to play them up a little bit. Like, we know Reaper... We know. Yeah, but uh, Reaper, Kane. yeah. Reaper was also a much more successful player than Prowley, though. We talk about complexity, man. Come on, complexity, man. <laughs> All those Ziggs games, bro. All those <laughs> mad scientist Ziggs games, bro. All that smack talk. Remember that time? Oh, I think look, look, look. Didn't, didn't someone like smack talk Prowley and then he like bodied them in lane? I don't in remember. The play-ins. Oh wait, wait. Was was Prowley the one? What? The Complexity have one of the longest games ever, and probably said in an interview that he said, hey guys, let's make this a quick one, I gotta go to the bathroom. And the game took 90 minutes. Shout out to anyone who remembers when probably used to play in NA, by the way. The true, the true professionals. But yeah, I just... 
Look, you got a you got a world champion over here. You got Sunday who was in multiple LCK finals. You got Aframu who has like two LCS championships. You got Amazing who has two LCS championships. Like like this team should not be tenth place. And then you got Saligo and I'm just like, who is this man? I don't know. At least who know. who he has two LCS championships. <laughs> oh my god. I don't I don't get it! I don't want to talk about a team who has players that should be in a world's caliber team. This, this team has a, has a similar track record to freaking Team Liquid in their players. And they're just not doing it. They just, they can't beat Echo Fox. They can't beat CLG. They can't beat Optic. Who, how do I, how do I care about this team? Matt, tell me how I care about this team. Because <laughs> I just can't. And I just don't want to watch them play this game anymore. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. It wasn't probably, by the way. I was trying to figure out who it was. There was some team, I think it was like a playing team, and they were like, LOL, their mid laner sucks. And then the mid laner literally just went like 15-0. Like, just smurfed on them. But like, um... I, whatever. Yeah, 100 Thieves is looking... Yikes. I don't... Yeah, you're right. Like, individually, these are some of the best players from various regions that have ever really played the game. Right? Or their roles, really. Dude. <laughs> like, if there's a League of Legends Hall of Fame, like, bang, first round ballot. Afro. I don't, I don't know about, uh, Okay, you might want to hold on on putting bang on the first round ballot. But bang I'm talking definitely... about, like, before this. For, for, no, no, no. I mean, even before this. Bang is good, but there's at least 10 other players ahead of him. For, like, 80 carries? Oh, hell yeah. That's fair. But he's still, like, one of the best 80 carries ever. Right, yeah, like, yeah. Undoubtedly, he's one of the best players to play so, this game, and he's crazy just, good. And he's yeah, two I'm world championships. With you. But, yeah, I'm basically just, yeah. You can't really do that if you're trash. Um, but like, dude, I don't even know. So it, I think that until a hundred thieves win a game, we probably don't talk about if, them. If I watch a hundred thieves, I get, I just get depressed every it time. Is what, listen, we'll have to keep watching them. I know. But like, we won't. I guess we just agree not to talk about them. Uh, yeah, until, until until something happens that's interesting, we're probably not going to talk about them. Until they fire a coach, win a game, make another random roster change that I think is useful. Like if they swap out their mid laner for who he again, I'm also just if we if like, they make oh, a roster change, I think it's useless. We should talk about that too. Anyway, here here's the pressing question. What? Here here's the real. What? Will CLG ever beat PSN? I had, I had a closing line actually. I oh my to. god, fine, you coward. Uh, oh, 018 the dream. 100 Thieves, don't <laughs> let me down. Thank you. Oh, 018 okay. the dream. Okay. No one's ever done it. Maybe they will. Will CLG ever beat TSM once again? Hell no. Uh uh. TSM will always beat CLG for the rest of time. It has been over a thousand days since they have been beaten. That was at 2016 finals, by the uh, spring finals, by the way, that they got beat. And they haven't lost a game to CLG since. Like, what's going to happen? Are they magically going to become as good as Team Liquid? No, no, they're not. They're not going to become well, as think, good as Team I Liquid. It, I don't have a lot to say on this. <laughs> I think basically it's just as the teams stand now, if nothing changes roster-wise or structure-wise for either team... 
then as long as these things remain the same, they're never going to beat them. I don't think, I think CLG could make playoffs. I wouldn't be like, oh my god, right, like it was for Golden Guardians last split, or it would be for 100 Thieves this split for me. But like, or even Clutch Gaming, right? Like if CLG makes it, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like, it's not a bad roster. They're probably they got not going seventh to last split. They changed one member of their roster. Yeah, it's like fine. Like, it's not shocking. But even still, our top three and the rest of our playoffs, are, there's a really fucking big gap, I feel like. Um, and I just don't see, unless some massive earth-shattering change happens to either roster, uh, that changing. And and getting rid of Darshan is like earth-shattering in a historical sense because he's been there so long, but not in like a play sense, right? Like, maybe Rune does fine in the Broken Blade. Darshan was fine in the Broken Blade. But it's like, you got, you got TSM. It's TS... It's TSF, right? Like, it's... They're not going to lose for a while, I think. Ruin looked pretty good. Uh, I don't think he Ruin is... looked solid. I don't, don't think he's bad. I don't yeah. think he's that much better than Arshan, but, like... I, I I definitely need to see more, but... Who did he play against besides, uh... Do you remember how quick we jumped on import hype uh, bandwagons last split? Hype bandwagons? Yeah. Like, remember, like, the first week or second week, we were like... These ones are the best, and we're like, Crown well, is crazy. because there was like 10 of them to talk about. And then we we're like, Crown is crazy, and then Crown did like nothing. <laughs> Why? Well, it's, it's hard when you gotta check on Dopa. What? When you gotta what? What? I, I didn't say anything about Dopa. Did you Dokla. say a jungler <laughs> taking your blue buff? No, 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 nothing about Dokla at all. Oh, oh, I thought you were making a joke about Medios complaining about giving blues to <laughs> Um, yeah, I just like who did CLG play? They beat a hundred thieves. Wow, impressive. Yeah, proud I'm, of you. I'm real impressed. They lost to TSM. Yep. Oh. Uh, Poe is you... pretty good. Not better than Bjergsen. No, not even close. Also, they gave them Tarxona, who I think is probably one of the most broken bot lane duos in the game, and that's why he, I think it had a hundred percent presence as well. Actually, I think Tar Tarik at least did. Because that's the one you ban when you ban out the duo. Who's CLG playing next? It's are they playing? Optic and Team Liquid. Okay, well, they're losing to Team Liquid, like, guaranteed. Like, I don't yeah, know. Like, I don't know. Equifox okay, well, is sure able to some, do it. Yeah, okay, barring some crazy Sunday curse that starts, um, they're losing. So, I don't know, like... I don't know. I, I don't. The reason I don't have a lot to say on this is just because I think that until some, like I said, some major change happens on one side, an implosion or some incredible blossoming. Well, but that happened just, to TSM. TSM's entire roster imploded last year for the most part. No, but I. But their org didn't. Okay, fine. But but, but the, the CLG org just doesn't look as strong. It doesn't look as. Much they, they've had a lot of people leaving upper management recently. Like Nick Allen left. Uh, another person I can't remember left. If you don't remember Nick Allen, he used to be uh, the person in charge of punishments at the LCS. He used to find CLG, and then he became a part of them and got paid directly. <laughs> but, Obviously, your answer is going to be no, never for him. I mean, yeah, but, like, it's not even just because I'm a TSM fan. It's because... No, I don't think it is. I think it's just the right answer. Like, how how is this team ever going to get up to there? Up to there, like unless, like you said, there are major changes. Unless they start making major improvements to their team, Ruin might be it, but I just don't see it. Even the games He's that not, I've seen him play, I wouldn't play, call it major though. I would be like, right, yep, right, right, right. Up. But that's what I'm. No, I'm saying like they have to make major, like systemic improvements to their team, or like 
individual improvements to their players. I don't mean changing players. I mean their players just getting better and understanding the game at a better level. Maybe Weldon can actually fix them. But, like, I, if anyone was going to be able to beat TSM with CLG, I would have said it was going to be Weldon. And I don't think he just hasn't been able to do it either. And I don't I don't really know. Maybe we... Look, any... Echo Fox beat TL. Anything is possible in League of Legends right now. But with the players they have, the management they have, and the staff they have, I this team doesn't seem like it's ready to come together. And it's more likely they head to a Hunter Thieves situation than to a Team Liquid situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that is abundantly fair and true. I have nothing to add. Okay. We got a match preview for next week. Golden Guardians versus Cloud9. It occurs to me that we hit basically every team accidentally by uh, doing, doing that topic segment. I'll try to do that more, actually. But... Yeah, I think that's a lot better than what we usually do. Yeah. Uh, so, Golden Guardians versus Cloud9. Both these teams have 2-0 weekends, and they're both coming into each other. That's why I picked them, because they're basically going to be the uh, fight for first, uh, presuming they win well, their other match. But it looks interesting because Golden Guardians were looking really hot. I forget who did they play. They played, they played FlyQuest Fox and Echo Fox. I don't think Echo they're Fox. the worst teams, but no, I mean neither of us do. FlyQuest, we both had fourth place, and Golden Guardians basically said, "No, I'm fourth place. Sit down, kid." Uh, and honestly, that has me looking very much forward to this matchup because I want to see if Cloud9 can stack up against Golden Guardians who seem to be playing into that play your own game style that League of Legends has become at the moment because Froggen just will pick whatever the hell he wants. He wants to pick a Nivea he's picking a Nivea and Froggen is really good at a Nivea. Did you see that one escape he had where oh my god he just played people and oh you don't let the bird escape like that guys come on right out of the freaking cage but I'm, I'm loving this matchup I think I think this is probably this should probably be the game of the week I without a doubt uh, I think fuck it, who is on their roster again Fox uh, no I, I want uh, Golden Guardians oh Golden Guardians it's Haunter Contracts shit here we go here we go here. Haunter Con. Hanser contracts Froggen definitely and Ole. I think Ole's been playing really good. They gave him Tom Kench twice, and I think that he's real good at Tom Kench. Even with the nurse, I think Tom Kench is pretty good at keeping I mean, a character safe for a while. Still because he is Tom Kench. Uh, definitely's look solid. Froggen will play whatever the hell he wants. Uh, <laughs> uh, contracts is looking pretty good, almost back into his uh, C9 form back when he played for them. And Hanser has been looking pretty pretty solid too, because I don't think he. Uh, sort of fell down too much. He was sort of holding Golden Guardians together last split a bit. So, uh, what, what's your take? What's, uh, what you looking for? Here's what I am looking for. I think the bot lane for Cloud9 is a little bit better. A lot better. <laughs> I think C9 was one of the top bot lanes in the league. So, I think that Contracts either needs to do a lot to get them ahead or to stabilize the lane or just cut their losses and try to snowball top lane. I think that What's really dangerous about Cloud9 is that basically all of their lanes are crazy, right? Like, I basically trust Licorice to go even or win any 1v1, right? So, like, if you stay camping bot lane as contracts, 
you run the risk of licorice cutting ahead. Did, you, did, did we watch the same FlyQuest vs. C9 game about licorice? <laughs> I said generally, yeah. <laughs> um, first week, he also, they one for one for his blood. Shut up, you're not that good. <laughs> anyway. Eat shit, he's a god. Anyway. I think that really what it's going to come down to is the bot lane of uh, that game. Because I think that Hauntzer's obviously very good and completely capable of matching up against Licorice, right? Uh, if he goes back to his old sort of TSM, like, Gnar, mad ultimate ways. <laughs> the good old days. But uh, So I'm looking to see where contracts focus. I'm looking to see what the bot lane looks like. Uh, I, like I prefer seeing Sneaky on Marksman instead of Sona, uh, but they're winning with it, so who knows? Like, it is what it is. Uh, but I don't know, like, I think C9 has a slight edge, but I think you're right that it's a close matchup, and I think it's going to be easily the game of the week, and I'm, I'm actually super excited to watch it. Yeah, I don't know. But I, I think, like, the most clear edge is for the, for the bot lane. I mean, uh, C9 definitely look like their stronger team almost on paper, but I don't I don't think Niski's that hot. I think Licorice might be starting a slump. I don't know. I didn't see him be too impressive last weekend. Uh, Aatrox looked good, but I feel like that's more Aatrox being broken. <laughs> being Aatrox. I don't uh, know. Here's the thing. It's one week, and, like, I mean, I believe like, that he's perfectly capable of turning it around. But, uh, but Hauntzer's always smacked around uh, Licorice, though. Even when he was on TSM, he was always beating Licorice. No, Licorice only really became the quote-unquote premier top laner for NA when uh, when uh, TSM grabbed uh, Broken Blade last split. Before that, it was still rather contentious. And yeah, when he went to Worlds, everyone's like, "Oh my God, he's doing really well, and he's competing with all these all these other Worlds teams." But Hauntzer was doing that too. No, I know. That's why I'm saying Hauntzer is a good matchup for Licorice. I don't think it's game over for them. Uh, I think the only what lane that's clearly uh, miles ahead in C9's favor is, a, is the bot lane, like I said, or may, maybe the jungle. But I think Contracts and Sven, Scaring just play really different styles, right? Like, Contracts mm -hmm. is your go-to aggressive aggro jungler, picking the Lee Sins. That's what I imagine him on. You know, his peak was when it was like Graves Kindred meta, right? Like... And then Sven Scaring is like, okay, it's more the Meteo style, like the old man's game, like the get your camps, control the map, you know, force people certain spaces they might not want to be, etc. Et Did you play two... Did you play... God damn it. Here's the other game. No, he played a Rek'Sai in a Skarner game. But, oh, they banned Skarner's second rotation. Okay. So, right, I think that's good for the matchup coverage. Let's get to our picks for next week. Get those up on screen. There we go. All right. So, uh, we both 100% agree about this week. We even... Uh, oh, uh, again? Yeah. <laughs> uh, C9 versus GGS. Did you, do that for, did you see my picks before you picked? Or I no, no, I know, no. I picked mine without looking at yours. Oh, okay. Well. So, I mean, I, I feel like at the moment the, the league is very sort of... I don't, I don't want to say decided, but they're very... It, 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 it's, it's, it's presumably very predictable. We had a 60% accuracy last week. So, yeah, yeah it's pretty good. Uh, I don't know. So, uh, for Echo Fox versus C9, we both said C9. TL versus 100 Thieves, we both said TL. Uh, TSM FlyQuest, we both said uh, TSM. 
CLG versus Optic. We both said CLG. Honestly, I thought that was going to be the one where we might disagree on. And I thought you might pick Optic, but... CLV. Uh, CLG versus Team Liquid. Both pick Team Liquid, of course. Uh, Hunter Thieves versus Clutch Gaming. We both pick Clutch Gaming. Uh, Echo Fox versus TSM. We both pick TSM. GGS versus... I said that one. FlyQuest versus Optic. Both pick FlyQuest. I think that's another one that might be up in the air. See, I agree. The ones you pointed out as being like, oh, I'm going to disagree with Matt on these are the ones where I was like, me and Anne are going to like, you know, like the optic uh, CLG one. Because I think those are really close. I think obviously, even though after the Echo Fox loss, TL is still like my guaranteed pick in a TL match. Like, I'm still like, yeah, yeah it's I, team. I like, don't, I, I feel like that was a bit of a, oh my God, that happened, fuck moment. And not a, yeah, but it's not like, oh my trash. god, they're in the dumpster, you know? It's like the, okay, they fucked up and we're chilling. Like, they're still going to be TL, right? Like, But I think these are some games that are going to be pretty good. There's some I'm pretty excited for, uh, some I'm sort of ambivalent about. Um, but um, it should be it should be a really good week overall, I think. And There's a couple of exciting matchups. TSM Flies, I think it's going to be a pretty, uh, pretty good game, hopefully. Uh, the C9 versus Echo Fox. That's another big, a big game there uh, with the Fox coming out. I no, I think so. I think that this is a rough week for Cloud9. Uh, You're basically fighting two uh, playoffs. Two, yeah, two other playoff contenders. Fox is definitely looking at getting back into playoffs this split, especially with and that TL, win over TL. TL's fighting one of the worst teams in the playoff contender, <laughs> who's not as good as them. TSM is fighting a playoff contender, and uh, who's the other TSM matchup? Fox. Oh, Fox. Uh, that's a pretty contender. rough week. That's a rough week for TSM, too. Yeah, it looks like TSM are going to actually have to play League of Legends this week. Uh, yeah. Just can't wait until we play uh, Clutch Gaming and 100 Thieves at some point. Oh, that would be such a great vacation. You're mean, but that's fair. <laughs> All right. You want to take us home? I think I think so. I think so. I think that's Ooh, it take me for uh, week one coverage here on the Legendary League of Legends podcast. I hope you guys... Had a good time. I'm just take these off screen real quick. Okay. Uh, you, if you uh, want to catch us again, we should be every week uh, Mondays at 7 o'clock uh, Eastern Time on twitch.tv slash 2 k 11 Catch the VODs on my YouTube channel. Uh, that's it. Have a good Have night. Have a great night.